bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, at least 11 Chinese commercial banks cut grant deposit rates from Monday. And talking completed on the world's longest and widest undersea tunnel connecting Shenzhen and Zhongshan in the GBA. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Several Chinese commercial banks cut interest rates on a range of yuan deposits from Monday, following their larger peers in a coordinated move to ease pressure on profit margins and help inject liquidity into the real economy. Eleven major joint stock banks, including China Merchants Bank, Ping'an Bank, China Citic Bank, SPD Bank, and China Everbright Bank, cut rates on demand deposits by five basis points to 0.2 percent from Monday. The bank's website showed the lenders cut rates on two-year time deposits by 10 basis points and three-year and five-year time deposits by 15 basis points. More small and medium-sized banks in the country are expected to follow suit in the coming days, analysts said. The deposit rates cut follow a similar move by China's biggest state lenders on Friday and marks the second such industry-wide cut within the year, with previous action taken in September. Experts noted that the move is aimed at reducing the cost of bank liabilities, while nudge the lenders to inject more liquidity into the market to back up domestic consumption and investment, which will shore up economic growth. Yigang, governor of the People's Bank of China, said at a recent meeting in Shanghai that central bank will continue to implement a steady monetary policy in a powerful and targeted manner, and it will enhance counter-cyclical adjustments to support the real economy, promote employment, and keep the financial system stable. There will be comprehensive use of monetary policy instruments of various types to keep liquidity and credit reasonably ample, along with a push for a modest fall in comprehensive financing costs for the real economy. He added, but the emphasis on overall stability and keeping the yuan exchange rate steady will remain. While some analysts expect that deposit rates cut will provide more room for further cuts soon by the central bank on the medium-term lending facility. Others see the adjustment follow-up of previous cut of loan prime rate, and thus the central bank would need more time for the rate cut to take effect before taking further moves. The number of marriages registered in China last year declined for the ninth consecutive year to the lowest since 1986, when the country began recording the figure. Over 6.8 million couples registered to get married in 2022, down 10.5 percent from the previous year, and more than 14.9 percent from the peak of 14.5 million in 2013. Data from the Ministry of Civil Affairs showed on Friday. Moving on to some regional highlights, Southwest China's Chongqing on Sunday welcomed the first direct cold chain train of Thai durians that reached the megacity via the new international land-sea trade corridor. The 150,000 durians from Thailand were first transported by road to Laos, where they were loaded on a train that traveled into China via the China-Laos railway. The entire journey took four days, down from eight to ten days on previous Sea Road routes. Shanghai launched its inaugural carbon neutrality theme exposition on Sunday. 
co-organized by the National Development and Reform Commission and the Shanghai Municipal Government, the Shanghai International Carbon Neutrality Expert in Technologies, Products and Achievement promotes vital international collaboration and societal transition towards green, low-carbon development. The landmark event, which runs through Wednesday, convenes nearly 600 global enterprises over a 100,000-square-meter exhibition area. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future The Shenzhong Tunnel connecting Shenzhen and Zhongshan in South China's Guangdong province finished construction on Monday, capping off a five-year construction period and marking a further milestone in the development of the Greater Bay Area's overall connectivity. According to China Communications Construction Corp, docking of the final joint of the undersea tunnel of the Shenzhen-Zhongshan Bridge was completed on Sunday, marking the closure of the world's longest and widest steel-shelled concrete undersea immersed tunnel with total length of 6.8 kilometers. It is also a vital section of the Shenzhen-Zhongshan link, with a total length stretching about 24 kilometers. The link is expected to open to traffic in 2024, cutting commuting time between the two cities from 2 hours to 30 minutes. Hong Kong Financial Secretary Paul Chan said yesterday that the upcoming launch of the dual currency counter model, which is scheduled to launch on June 19 to let investors trade shares in local currency or yuan, would enhance the efficiency of the offshore yuan in the global market. Writing in his blog, Chen said the international demand for the use of yuan will only increase in the foreseeable future, and Hong Kong should play a key role in yuan internationalization. About 24 stocks, which range from the internet sector to finance, property, and consumer businesses, have been approved as dual counter securities, Chen said. They accounted for about 40% of the daily turnover for equity securities in the local market, he added. Next on industry and company news. NIO is reducing the price of all its cars by 30,000 yuan, but free battery replacement will no longer be part of the package, he said today. People who already own NIO electric cars will continue to receive the original benefit, but they will need to relinquish these rights when buying a new NIO NEF in order to qualify for the discounts. Yue Medical Equipment and Supply has terminated its plans to issue global depository receipt on the sixth Swiss exchange, marking the second such withdrawal among Chinese companies this year. The oxygen concentrator and X-ray machine manufacturer made the decision taking into account changes in domestic and foreign markets, company's financial and operating conditions, as well as its long-term strategic planning, the firm said yesterday. Chinese tech giant Huawei has raised its smartphone shipment target by 43% to 40 million units this year, data from suppliers indicate. According to market research firm Omdia, Huawei's cell phone shipment reached approximately 28 million units in 2022. The increase reflects Huawei's confidence in cell phone shipments for the current year. Meanwhile, Huawei, which has long denied that it would start making its own cars, has acquired 21 trademarks of the Wenjie mark, according to an announcement by the National Intellectual Property Bureau. Huawei produces Wenjie together with auto manufacturer Jingkang Series Automobile, which still owns the English logo Ito. 
Cattle will kick off mass production of a new type of battery that will enable electric vehicles to run for 400 kilometers after a 10 minutes charge this year, the chief scientist of the Chinese battery giants reportedly said at a forum. The new battery will be equipped on the EVs of an automaker by the end of the year, media reported Wu Kai as saying. Switching gears to financial news. Link Real Estate Investment Trust, Asia's largest REIT fund, reportedly plans to sell seven properties in the Chinese mainland, which comprise six retail properties and one office building. The Hong Kong-based Link REIT acquired seven properties for around 28.3 billion yuan between 2015 and 2021. Two are in Beijing, two in Shanghai, two in Guangzhou and one in Shenzhen. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks closed mixed on Monday with a benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.1%, while the Shenzhen component rose 0.7%. Hong Kong Hang Seng index edged up 0.1% and the tech index gained 0.3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.